Kansas anymore. Are you ready? No, I'm just getting warmed up. This task was appointed to you. I said I want the truth! I say we take off and move the entire site from Dodge this. I'm Catherine, and today I'm joined by our Head of Education, Lucy Brett, to discuss Jordan Peele's 2017 horror film, Get Out, and also another film with a similar kind of atmospheric tone, but we'll come to that a bit later. Welcome back to the podcast, Lucy. Thank you for having me. Now, we're talking about this film today because you've just finished up working on the Interfilm Festival, which is something we do every year with the Interfilm Charity, and this is a film that you introduced at a number of screenings during the festival, and it's quite an interesting example, isn't it, of how there's kind of an o- some films have an overlap in their genres, so it's sort of a horror film, but it's also a bit of a dark comedy, and so it seems quite complex, doesn't it? Absolutely, and I think that's one of the really interesting things just as a social background to this film when we are introducing films to audiences of young people we want to make sure that we choose films which have interesting classification issues and areas to talk about but also ones that play with the audience a bit because then it makes it quite an exciting experience to talk about it and to talk about specifically how we react because of course if a film is sort of funny but also sort of scary and also kind of a thriller and also kind of political and you're sort of trying to work out what's going on then it's much more interesting to think about all those elements and how they're going to affect an audience than maybe if we went and showed um, a group of young people a film that was just a very obvious comedy, for example. So that's one of the reasons why we why we thought it would be a good idea. Um, for those of you who haven't seen it, um, it feels a strange thing to say on a podcast, but it is one of those films where you don't want to go into too much detail about what it's about because it's sucker punches and it's cleverness. Um, and indeed, the strengths of its issues work best when you're not quite sure what's coming next. It is essentially about a young man going to his girlfriend's parents' house and the sort of scene is set when he asks her if she has told them that he's not white. From that moment, the fact that he is not white and her reactions and her parents' reactions become increasingly and in very different ways the focus of the film. So being a film that's got quite a lot going on in it in terms of genres and themes and classification issues, what kind of impact did you see it have on the audiences at the Interfilm Festival? Well, the audiences I showed it to were mostly doing A-levels or studying other film and media courses, but not all. And as, as we said, because the film has so many different things going on together, I think people weren't necessarily expecting that. So there was a sort of noise as people noticed what was going to happen in the sort of surgical moment. But we don't want to spoil anything, so we'll, no. we'll, we'll leave it at that. But the compliance officers, when they viewed it, were talking about the sort of disturbing nature, both of the elements themselves and of the build-up, which sort of contributes to the film being a 15-rated horror film rather than something sitting lower down. Yeah, what were the specific factors that were highlighted that took it to the 15 level as opposed to a 12A or kept out of 18 as well? Well, I think that the key elements that took it to 15 would be the violence and the gore. There are some significantly violent moments that far exceed what you would expect in a 12A film in the cinema or or something classified 12 for viewing at home. You know, there was bloody detail. You do see some injuries. You do see some moments of impact, if you like, from weapons and things like that. The film also, though, has quite a strong level of psychological threat. And we do have to think about that, Mm. too. You might not be able to sort of see it on the screen, but there's something palpable about... building threat, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, 
as you watch the film, you have a lot of sympathy for the main protagonist, not least because he's increasingly nervous as the film goes on, and that's what's quite interesting about it. The more accommodating and nice his white girlfriend's family is, the more strange he feels as a black man standing in this very white environment, and he's increasingly discomforted by that situation. This said, the film, as you said... It didn't really reach the sort of levels that you would expect in something that was classified 18, partly because another significant element of the film is the main character's relationship with his best friend, who who has a sort of constant phone banter with him. And and, um, so you do have these, almost like you sometimes get in films for very little children, these moments where the scariness is diffused by a comic scene, and then we get back into the action. Was there anything else that took the film beyond 12A other than sort of the the tone and the, and the visual details of violence and gore? Well, yes, I mean, the film does also contain some strong language and some sex scenes, so those sorts of things also contributed to, to, the, to the classification. Now, obviously, we've talked about how Get Out is sort of unique, and that was one of the reasons why it was picked for the Interfilm Festival. But have there been any other films that we've classified that kind of have similar atmospheric themes that have come out recently that listeners might have heard of? In the education department, we spoke quite a lot about It Follows, which was another sort of really quite effective horror film to come out in the last year or so. Because of its sort of smart take, if you like, on what we'd call the sort of tropes or characteristics of of sort of some fairly standard horrors. So It Follows, for example, it, it is about teenagers, so they're slightly younger than the protagonists in Get Out, who are much more sort of young 20-somethings. And It Follows it links very much the horror to sexual development. So it's essentially about a teenager who is stalked or followed by a malevolent spirit after having had a curse passed on to her via sex with her boyfriend. And the setup of the film is that anybody who has a relationship with somebody else, then the next person along is followed. So it's kind of like this curse, SUD, like, take on horror. Absolutely. So it's using this metaphor of a sexually transmitted infection or disease to look at look at other things. But what's particularly smart is that it's then also bringing in um, things you might expect in slightly different horror, so like extremely uncanny and disturbing images. It also plays with things like zombie films, so there aren't sort of zombie characters exactly, but these characters who are sort of very vacant, following people around, but in a quite compellingly insistent way. So that's the kind of setup. but what we thought was particularly interesting was the way it took that supernatural element even further and started to create these scenes which are more than one thing at once so there is for example again we don't want to ruin the film but there is one scene in which there is a very strong implication of quite strong sex reference um, and of something quite abusive happening that isn't what's happening but that's what it looks like you've seen and similarly there are moments of injury that don't really look as you would expect an injury to look now talking about it that sounds really quite strong and potentially maybe even up towards the 18 level but it always tends to be that way when you talk about things out of context or when you write about them you think oh that sounds like much stronger than it actually registers when you watch it is that the case here or is it really that visceral there are visceral moments but um that's a quite common thing we have at the bbfc uh when we're watching and classifying films is that if you're writing down you can almost talk yourself up if you're not careful by by describing something so intricately what's interesting with it follows is to think about what we might compare it to and I was thinking when I watched it a lot about let the right one in and let me in the sort of two interesting ethereal takes on sort of vampire legend if you like that came out over the last sort of few years 
and this film combines things in a way like that does. So it is kind of vampire because the vampire is the idea of them getting bitten by a vampire and then becoming a vampire. So yeah. this kind of like passing a curse on is actually in a smart way quite similar absolutely and then it's also playing with other sort of more thriller elements of chase films so it's also sometimes it's just quite literally about somebody running away from somebody else which is so sort of intimately scary we all remember being children and playing chase and tig and things that you could almost find yourself quite breathless watching it the other thing that's worth sort of noting if you like there's a bit of blood and some blood spurts and there's also sort of an excellent use of blood in a swimming pool um, <laughs> later which well it that really works actually to create the sort of atmospheric teenage I just I love that line there's some excellent use of blood in a swimming hole. <laughs> For me, I think there's something so brilliant about that sort of American high yeah. school, college, campus stuff that it really felt like it was playing with lots of other films that I'd seen and enjoyed. Yeah. So it has those. And I think that people would expect those to be the sort of things you'd find at 15 rather than at 18 these days, especially in something which is so clearly a horror film. So differently to get out it isn't setting up with complications it's not it's not asking you to look at it in lots of different ways it follows this much more straight playing if you like it it's presenting a quite scary idea and seeing how far and indeed how fast you can run away with it um of course it also has some occasional strong language and um some sex which which adds to the 15 rating as well thank you lucy that was a really fun and interesting look at to quite recent films that are kind of scary but also interesting and intriguing and funny in places as well. And the young people we speak to have brought these films up frequently so they've obviously hit a chord, I think, with um, that generation of cinema goers. Absolutely. Now, if you've got a film that you'd like to hear us talk about on the podcast, you can email us on podcast at bbfc.co.uk. You can tweet us at bbfc or you can fill out the form on our podcast page on the website.